Welcome back, everybody. How are we going? Good. Good, That's thanks. good to hear. Oh, I'm Kay. And I'm T. And this week, we're finally talking about Haikyuu Season 1. Welcome back to returning listeners. And welcome to new listeners. Mm, I hope you're having a wonderful week. We're yes. about to make it even sweeter with our <laughs> with what has been a long time coming. Yeah. Us talking about our favorite anime of all time. And I promise when I say that, I don't think, I mean, I can't see into the future, but I don't think this is going to turn into an hour long, like, for lack of a better word, juice fest of us <laughs> talking about Haikyuu. I'll beep that bit out. <laughs> An hour-long love fest of Haikyuu. Yeah. All right, so... So, after I embarrassed myself with the shoujo shoujo on the brain last episode... If you didn't hear, I was, we were trying to say something about shoujo manga... Yeah, and, um, I just stuffed up the pun. Because T is so obsessed with Haikyuu, he said Shoyo, which is the uh, main character. Maybe we should give them a little sample. Of Haikyuu. It's just like this show. Yo. Manga. <laughs> eh? Shoyo. Shoujo. <laughs> Shoyo is in a tub of Haikyuu. <laughs> Mortifying. Good God. So, so tell me about Haikyuu, right. your favourite show My favourite show ever! Okay, well, it should be said that we are only talking about season one in this. Yes. The same way that we only talked about Kami Summer Kiss season one, we'll only talk about season one of Haikyuu. So, mm-hmm. limitations of this are a little uh, difficult, but we'll see how we go. So, Haikyuu is about a uh, boy... It starts off with a boy yep. called yep. Hinata Shoyo. And uh, Hinata is inspired by a volleyball player he sees on TV who is short, like him, mm-hmm. um, and decides that he too wants to be a pro volleyball star. Yeah. So in his middle school years, he signs up uh, as a volleyball player. He's the only player on the team. Uh, so he practices against walls and stuff like that, recruits all his friends. So mm-hmm. that they finally get to, I think it's like into high in his the middle school years. Yeah. yeah. And when he's at the Inter High Tournament, in their first game, they play against Kitagawa Daichi, which is a, it's a very elite prestigious school. school. Yeah. And their volleyball club is headed by Kagiyama Tobio, the king of the court. So called. So called, uh, because he is very kingly. And pretty much Hinata goes up against Kagiyama. Kagiyama sees that there's something really skilled in Hinata, and Hinata obviously sees that Kagiyama's a bit of an a-hole. Um, and they lose to Kitagawa Daichi. And after the game, Hinata vows that he will... He will defeat Kageyama. Yeah, in a battle of volleyball. One day, he's going to practice and become the best there ever yep. was. Pokemon style. And um, that's pretty much how it starts off, right? Yep. And then what we go on a journey of... Oh, and it should be said, sorry, then on. that Hinata practices all this time, blah, 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 between middle school and starting high school. And when he finally gets to high school, dun, 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 uh, yeah, Kageyama is also at Karasuno, their high school. Yeah. And they are on the same team. And they have oh to my cooperate. God. No. Uh, so, yeah, it's a journey of 
team building. Yep. And it all sort of leads towards the inter-high tournament. Yeah, the high school. High school inter-high tournament. And there's some trials and tribulations Mm, and... Some serious, like, uh, self-discovery along the way. Yep. Yep. Yep, drugs optional. (laughs) Friendships are mended. Volleyball not optional. Friendships are broken. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Just your average high school volleyball experience, I'm sure. I mean, I wasn't in the volleyball team at my high school. Were you, T? Uh, did my high school have one? Yeah, they did. And no. No. I cool. did not play volleyball at all because it hurt. It's really difficult. I don't know yep. if anyone out there has tried playing volleyball. Kudos to you if you have. My God. It's really difficult. We bought a volleyball after watching IQ being like, we could totally do this. I'll be the setter. T can be the spiker. Far out. That freaking... We got, like, three hits in and then gave up. Yeah, we were like, never mind. The volleyball can sit in the closet and rot. Yeah. Also, volleyballs are expensive. Yeah. We went for the, um, like, the Mikasa brand. The one that looked like the Rebel one in the show. Sport because it was blue and yellow. And it turned out we got up to the counter and we were like, oh, we'll just take this one, expecting it to be, like, $19. She was like, that'll be $89. We were like, oh, oh never mind. We did we mean something. the volleyball? Oh. oh. I was looking for a golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Golfing equipment. Anyway, so we end up going to Big W and getting like a cheapo $10 one. But, yep. yep. Big W's like Walmart. Now, it should also be said before we start the discussion of the actual show that I have an, yet another brag worthy brag mm-hmm. to make of this show. Really? Oh, Here okay, we go. I'm right. going to rub it in real good because I never get the chance to do this usually. So when I started Haikyuu and I pitched it to T, Don't he was like, oh, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, that like- sounds like me, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it definitely does. Oh, it's just a bunch of dudes playing volleyball. And I was like, give it a chance. Anyway, so I got about, what, maybe 10 episodes in before, you know, when you're watching a show with someone and eventually you can see them start to put down their laptop, iPad, phone, whatever, and they start to get invested and they start asking questions. That's exactly what happened. After a while, T was getting really into the games and he was like, oh, who's that? Oh, is he any good? Oh, okay, well, that who's is- this kid? That is actually a testament to how good the show is. Mm. From a distance, it pulled me in. Yep. 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 Okay, I will admit... Say what you will Yeah, well, I will say... <laughs> I'm not going to defend myself. I do admit, at the start, I was sceptical. Yep. Yep. And look at us now. I've built my life around Haikyuu. I'm drinking a, a tea out of a Haikyuu mug, as I speak. I'm drinking one out of Toru from Mishikobayashi. Mish um. Okay, so... We've gone through what the show's about. It's about Karas and getting to the top of into high Top sports. of the pups. Yep. And trying to reclaim. So Karas and um, uh, Used to be a powerhouse school. Yeah. Right? They are known as like the flightless crows now because their school mascot or whatever is a crow. And um, they haven't won any kind of volleyball anything in mm-hmm. many, many years. Yeah. Since the high life back way back when, like, I don't know, five years ago. So the third year's... There's only three of them and they're all a bit run down because when they started, they were so full of energy and now they're like, oh, whatever, we don't even care. Second years. (laughs) Who even cares about the second years? We've got (laughs) Inoshita, we've got blonde hair. Yeah, apart from Nishinoya. Okay. And then there's four first years, Hinata, Kagiyama, Tsukishima and Yamaguchi. Yeah. If you haven't seen the show, these are just going to sound like a bunch of names that yeah. you're probably not going to remember, but that's... Yeah, there's a lot of characters in Haikyuu. A lot of characters. And it took me a long time to differentiate between certain characters because for a long time, for some reason, I thought 
Asahi and the coach were the same person. Old looking. <laughs> yeah. I kept being like, but why is the coach suddenly playing in a Yeah. Game? Coach loves it. Okay, there we go. And they've got different colour hair, I don't know. But like you say, they both look very mature, so that must yes. be it. Jeez, um, oh, where do we even start with this? Okay, so... Just amazing. The, the, the major plot points, I suppose, are Hinata and Kageyama working together to create this freak attack, right? That everyone calls them the, mm. the freak duo. Making use of Kageyama's skill and mm. Hinata's natural Speed. ability. And he's good at jumping. Yeah. So they've In got fact, this... In fact, his quote oh, on God. the... What have you found? His, his quote on the Haikyuu fandom wiki or whatever it is, is, I may be small, but I can jump. There we go. you got to justify your existence somehow. Yeah. I may be average sized, but I can talk. <laughs> I may be not good at much, but I can eat chocolate. <laughs> See, we've all got skills. Um, so, yeah, so we start off with them perfecting their freak attack and bringing the team together because once you get, oh, I don't know, once you get... Tanaka, you get Nishinoya. Once you get Nishinoya, you get Asahi. Once you get Takara-sensei, you get the coach, etc., etc. Yeah. And then they have a practice match against one of the powerhouses in Tokyo, which is called Nekomahai, and they come out to, I think it's Sendai that Karasuno is based mm. in, um, and have a practice match with them, and that gets their skills even better. Yeah. Don't want to dive too deep into the And then, yeah, and then it goes to them going to Interhai and facing yeah. off against the big regional schools. So they have a, n- a number of points in the storyline where they have chances to grow. Yep. And also just chances for shenanigans. Yep. I'm not going to lie. This show taught me a lot about volleyball. I didn't know anything. Oh, you're going to say a lot about friendship. A lot I was about friendship. like, oh, bless. A lot about life. Uh, okay. Yeah. I knew nothing of volleyball. To be honest, before I saw this, I thought volleyball was a bit of a... It's a bit lame. It was a bit of a lame sport. Kind of like... Um, what I thought of swimming before I watched Free, mm-hmm. and I realised there was some serious athleticism that goes uh-huh. into these sports. But I mean, volleyball looks cool, but like we said before, it really hurts. Yeah, it's a very painful. Sport. The way so since watching the show, I've watched. I'll admit, I've watched a few like Olympic Games mm. volleyball matches, um, which have been intense and awesome. But the way that they capture the speed and the thought process yeah. in this show is awesome. Yeah. It like it's really quite actiony, isn't it? It's it's almost like war. It is. They have a lot of tactics and they treat it very seriously like the setter is the control tower. Yeah. And you know, they've got very set positions, they've got very set tactical offensive and defensive maneuvers to make, which I suppose is relevant in all sports, but yeah, in high for a high school volleyball team, they take themselves very seriously. Yeah. Which I suppose is, you know, what you have to do in sport. Otherwise, you won't win. That's right. As we and find out in the second season. winning is the season. most important thing. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, let's let's not dive too deep because I feel like if we do, we'll, we'll never emerge from the high yeah. fandom. But Got some stuff you want to discuss? Look, the main thing I wanted to discuss on this one is that Haikyuu really sets up this when you watch it the first time maybe through or maybe it was just me you get this sense of there are good teams and bad teams and by that I don't mean they are skilled and unskilled but I mean that they are like good and evil stuff. Ah, so yes. pure like Karasuno is treated as being because you understand the characters you know their backstory you know you know mm-hmm. enough about them and their friendships that you think they are the good guys yep. anyone they go up against must be the bad guys yep. right absolutely 
But Haikyuu, all three seasons did this to me, but season one in particular made me think maybe there is no such thing because as we find out with the backstories of certain characters towards the end of the season, mostly to do with Olba Josai, mm-hmm. we slowly come to learn that there is no such thing. Like Everyone has a story. Everyone has a reason for the way they are. Oikawa is a prat because of the way he was you know, brought up yeah. and the things he has encountered in his life. Yeah. So I guess my question is, did Haikyuu give you a different perspective on that winners and losers aspect that's yes, so absolutely. prevalent in sports anime? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I don't want to say that it, you know, influenced my life too heavily, but it kind of did. Changed my life. Changed my life, man. Uh, absolutely, because like you're saying, so Oba Josai from the, in the first season anyway, is billed as like, the big bad guys because they've got Oikawa who is Kagiyama's previous mentor slash teammate yeah slash senpai didn't work out very well yeah yep. and he is made out to be like this ringleader mm. that has this like team of thugs highly skilled thugs <laughs> that want to just like crush you yeah he's got like Iwachan on a chain and like Ready most bad guys mm. he's from a prestigious school so there's like money behind of him course. like Malfoy like Malfoy exactly yeah. and Haikyuu definitely changed my perception of what it is to be bad and also what it is to like in that context that there is something behind every story. Yeah. And like, in particular, Mad Dog Chan. That second season, mate. Crap. <laughs> not Mad Dog Chan. Let's not get into the Mad Dog yet. But I think another another example of what you're trying to say might be found in Nekoma, where they're presented as like cunning cats. Like they're very yeah. sly. But then as we get to know Kenma, mm-hmm. he's kind of the in there. I don't think without Kenma, we wouldn't have someone to like at Nekoma, we'd probably just think that yeah. Kuro is a bit of a D. So do you think that they achieve, like, do you think they're able to turn us around from hating a team to liking it through just the backstories? Or is there something else going on? That's a good question. I think in some cases it took me a long time to work up to certain characters. Um, but in other cases, like with uh, Datako, the Datatek, the mm-hmm. Great Wall, um, is that what they're called? Iron Wall. Iron Wall. Iron Wall. A school known for their defense. Basically. Yeah. And they've got um, Ione Chan, the big guy yep. with no eyebrows. When I first met him, I was like, oh, this guy, you know, because he and Asahi have it off like mm-hmm. laser staring. Ace of yeah. Arsenal. Laser staring at each other. Um, but again, like, I guess Hinata acts as that, you know, gateway into other people's mm. hearts. Like he does with Kenma. That's and a good point. In Ionichan, we start to see like there's a softer side to him that maybe he likes Hinata. Maybe they could get along. They um, do use Hinata for that purpose, mm. don't they? Bridging. Because yeah, maybe otherwise we would just see them as bad guys because we only know them as the people who like cut down Asahi so bad that he mm. didn't want to come back to volleyball. Which leads me to my next question: mm-hmm. <sighs> Who were your major problematic favorites in Haikyuu? And by problematic favorites. I guess I mean someone who, on the surface, you thought, God, this guy or girl, there's only a few girls, but you never know. Mm-hmm. This guy is a total D-bag. He's the worst. Okay. And then uh, eventually turned him around. And what turned it around for you? Okay. So the character that probably exemplifies that is Oikawa. 
I really? hated Oikawa oh, when he first yeah, came okay. onto the scene. Yeah, yeah. Because when we uh, when Oikawa came onto the scene, we'd just sort of gotten to know the characters of Karasuno. We've seen them grow mm. a bit, starting to really get behind them, want them to succeed. And then Oikawa comes along and he's freaking powerful, he's bowls and he's cutting them down. And so I hated him, hated, hated, hated him, hated that he was smug and that... Yeah. Also that he cut Suki down, like at, at the yeah. start he only targeted Suki because he was weak at receiving. receiving. Yeah. I thought that was pretty low. Yep. I was like, how dare you? I mean, I don't like Suki, but... So it's, it's funny <laughs> that those traits that he had, that he was intelligent and that he was highly skilled and could analyse the situation... Mm are what made me hate him, but then what made me like him. Aww. So I think what what turned it around was the bridge with with Hinata and also with them filling in the backstory of Oikawa mm. and seeing that, you know, you don't get to be who you are without someone influencing you. And Do you mean the fight he almost got into with Kagiyama? Yeah, and okay. just that, like, for Oikawa, he being the best is a burden in itself yeah. and wanting something like he wanted to be the best can come with bad things as well. While you may get the, uh, you know, the skills and the power that mm. come with being the best, there's some downsides. So did I answer your question? Yeah. So Oikawa is your problematic favorite. Problematic favorite. Yep. I love Oikawa now for Aww. different reasons to so those, sweet. but I guess in, in part of those, like I, I like that he's so skilled, number one, mm. because who wouldn't? And number two, because he's a bit of a shit. And. <laughs> Shirikawa. <laughs> Shirikawa. And also because deep down, deep down, Oikawa is a good guy. Deep, deep, deep down. Yeah. Like Malfoy. Like Malfoy. Deep, uh, Malfoy. deep down. Yeah. You gotta dig deep. Okay. Who is your problematic favourite? Um, look, I've got a few, and some of them have stayed a problem and not so much a favourite, but I might get into that later. My mm -hmm. problematic favourite at the start was actually Kageyama. I had real really? trouble. Yeah, because, I mean, from episode one, we're set up to think he's this arrogant jerk because he's king of the court and he has his cape. I mean, imaginary cape that Hinata puts on him. But um, Cape nonetheless. I just, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get around Kageyama for a really long time. And I think it wasn't until the episode that you mentioned where um, Oikawa, he asks... Oikawa at his middle school, something like, do you do the serve? yeah, can you teach me your serve? And Oikawa like loses it at him. And Kageyama's just a kid. Like he doesn't understand. I think seeing him, number one, cute and little, but also number two, as someone who's not arrogant and the best at what he does is um, like a natural yeah, he like, was a natural genius, but he had yeah. to learn it from somewhere. So he had some like genuine sort of uh, ambitions. Yeah. So for a long time, I found him really. It, it's it's good that he has Hinata. I feel like without Hinata, he would be probably kicked off the team. Yes. By Daichi, but um, I think with Hinata there to sort of soften his hard personality. Hinata brings out a lot of the likable traits in him, yeah. which I suppose is Hinata's role as the main character. So, common theme there being Hinata, right? Between our two problematic favourites. Yeah, I guess so. Although, I well, I would say that Iwachan more brings out the good in Oikawa than Hinata does. Or do you yes, mean that... Yes, I mean like the the show uses Hinata a Right, lot. as like a lens for yeah. us to see through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hinata is the main character. Yeah. Um, um, cool. Yep. Yeah. So... 
I was hoping to talk to you about two things in particular. Oh, okay. Um, Go on. So for me, Haikyuu has been extremely like, captivating. Um, and while I did play a lot of sports as a kid, like I said, I never did played. Did you really? I did, yeah. Whoa. Not all of us could <laughs> Not be all athletes. of us had two good legs. <laughs> Some of us had three. Uh, I never played volleyball. And like I said before, I didn't find it very interesting but the show mm. was still so interesting mm. so what is it about Haikyuu that they you think they the creators yep. have done or the characters do yep. that makes it so compelling do you think there is something about like in the unique combination of all the elements of the show that it's that it's sports that it's about kids that it's blah 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 blah, blah. or is it some sort of like overarching common technique that yeah. Other animes have employed. What do you think it is? Well, I was never sporty as a child, teenager, and as an adult. So the sports thing really doesn't appeal to me. However, sports anime, I will gladly watch, whether it be girls or boys sports. I don't really care. I think it comes down to the same reason why I went through a weird phase like last year or the year before where I really loved Band of Brothers. And don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, like that show is perfection itself. Like it's a beautiful Number show. Number one, isn't it? But I think it is now on, on IMDb. IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm not particularly, you know, attracted to war and the effects mm-hmm. of war, especially Americans in war. But okay. the themes there were so powerful that it overrode everything. And I think the same happened with Haikyuu. The yeah. themes of friendship, of overcoming... Growth. Yeah, overcoming, um, like, personal difficulties. Yeah. And also, uh, yeah, as you say, connecting with others to help yourself. That's a really big thing. If it was an individual sport, like if it was about someone who wanted to learn how to play golf, I probably wouldn't watch it because it's not a team thing. Right. Okay. So it's just themselves. Like going that along group golf. aspect. Maybe it's like, a, it's like a rainbow, you know, you can have a bit of every exactly. color. Yeah. You've got so many different personalities and there's got to be someone in this cast of like tens of characters. Mm-hmm. There's got to be one that you can connect to and relate to. I just thought of something then. Do you think that the creators of the show intentionally made the characters so that their like key qualities are something we can see inside of ourselves? Like every single character has I believe anyway, something you can see inside of yourself. Hinatu is optimistic and, you know, mm. in good times, I'd like to think that, you know, we're optimistic and that you can see yep. that yourself. Yep. Kageyama is focused mm-hmm. and, but also some potentially a little bit uh, narrow minded. Yep. You know? Yep. Absolutely. You, you think that plays into it? Yeah. I think any good writer of any book will try to put a bit into their character that everyone can see. Not so much that they are. A caricature, like they're just ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. in some anime, you know, you see someone and they might be optimistic, but they are so optimistic that it gets annoying. Yeah. Hinata never gets annoying with his optimism. Some realism. It's lucky that he has Kagiyami there to give him a bit of a dampener, otherwise it would get annoying. You mean a claw grip but to the head, <laughs> exactly. crushing his skull? Exactly. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's definitely something in there for everyone and i think that's what makes this anime so great yeah cool uh so the second thing i wanted to talk about was in line with sports and in line with that inevitably when you piece together a team you're going to have players who are weak and who are strong Mm. do you think the strong in animes anyway Mm. you think the strong make the weak better or do the weak make themselves better 
all in the context of IQ. You know, have you got some characters that... Not real life. <laughs> not, not real life. I do... This is a tricky one, isn't it? Because there are a few, in quotation marks, weak characters. Like Yamaguchi would probably yes. be the weakest link, apart from the two second years who we still don't quite know their names of. Um, I'll find out their names. Thank you. Uh, I know Inoshita, but the other two, Sandy Hair and kind of Baldy Kun. Um... I think in that case, oh, that's so tricky. All right, I'm going to say the strong inspire the weak to make themselves better. And if you're not inspired to make yourself better, then you don't have a place on the team. And I think ah, Inoshita yes. probably that's goes into that point. in the second season, which we might tackle when we do the second season. But yeah. if, if you're just on the team for the sake of being on the team, you have no interest in getting better. Mm-hmm then what are you doing wasting everyone's time? Yeah. In the case of Yamaguchi, he knows he's weak and he mm-hmm. wants to get stronger so he can stand on that court with his best friend. Uh, I'm assuming is Suki's his best friend, right? I think yeah, they've got a weird yeah, relationship. That's not his yeah. best friend, so I guess it has to be Suki. Um, but yeah, I would say it helps to have strong people there, but there's also a place for the weak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. providing they want to be there. Yeah, providing yeah. they want to be there and want to work hard. And the same goes for the strong. If you're naturally strong like Kagiyama, that doesn't necessarily mean that you belong as captain on the team. Just you still like have to earn your place. In his junior high. Exactly. Where Everyone abandons you. He's he was arrogant with yep. his strength. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think you're right that you've got to and and all the characters in Haiku possess this trait that you've got to want to be better. Mm. I think that if they were like all low to medium skill players, yeah, they wouldn't necessarily in the in the high Q world they wouldn't grow. But because it was like this perfect storm of enthusiasm plus Kagiyama's strength yep. plus experience from Daichi and yep. also getting in Coach Ukai yeah, and it all clicks. Yeah, it all worked yep. together. I'm talking about it like it's real. I I actually when I'm talking about it, I think it is real. <laughs> The amount of times I've cried in this anime. Um, and it should also be said that, like, just because they are strong doesn't mean they win. They lose in the end of the second yeah. season, and in the first season, rather. So it's not like them suddenly all coming together and clicking together means that they're the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Suki says in the second season, like, just because you're the best of Sendai doesn't mean you're the best of yeah. Japan, doesn't mean you're the best of the world. But Suki's more meta than any of the other yeah good players. point yeah for a first year god yeah. I don't think I was thinking those thoughts because he has glasses in. don't you know yeah actually which brings me to another point the way they talk can I just say like other anime you hear teenagers talking you're like yeah that sounds about about right for teenagers but bloody hell they are so serious about volleyball. Oh, yeah. They are it's... so eloquent. Imagine if... Like the 15-year-old like... being like, I possess the courage to yeah. do it. <laughs> Maybe it's just the way they translate it. But can you imagine Man. you play basketball as a kid, right? I did for... Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Don't like to remember that. But can you no, imagine saying that to your teammates at whatever the halftime... Is that quarter time basketball? I think they halftime? would have beat me. 
They would have beat like, you to shit. <laughs> exactly. They would have taken that basketball and just squashed me with yeah. it. Yeah, I have the power to yeah. be strong, even though you don't. Even the way, like, the way Asahi carries himself. I know he's a third year, but bloody hell, he acts like a 35-year-old man. Like he's, He looks like one. He looks like one, and he acts like one. Yeah. But um, I suppose, you know, that all comes into that if you take the sport seriously enough, you will, you know... Yeah. Think that it's a very serious game. That being said, and maybe once our Japanese is better and we rewatch it without the subs, maybe what they're saying though is like, come on guys, let's do it. That's like direct translation. And the the translator is like, with great skill and determination, <laughs> you must accompany we can, me into battle. <laughs> yeah. You can climb any mountain. <laughs> All right. So do you want to get to the zombie teams? I do. Awesome. You, you, you go, go first? first. Yeah. All right. So. We've got our five, leader, tank, healer, specialist, fodder. I think I went first last time. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't mind. I want to hear who yours is. Okay. So for my leader, pretty obvious, I think, mm. Daichi. Okay. Daichi is the captain of Karasuno. He is great at assessing everyone's strengths mm. and being able to convey to them at the right times, mm. in the right moments, mm. what it is they need to hear. Like they're... When they're down and he's like, all right, team, get in. Let's blah, 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 blah. Perfect He, he always mm-hmm. has the right thing to say. He always is calm as well. Yeah. He never loses his, well, I don't think he loses it until maybe later in the He season. loses it at like Tanaka, Hinata when they're acting up or being yeah. stupid. But I don't think he ever loses it in an actual mean way. Yeah. Just, you know, like get your head in the game. He has the respect of the other players mm. on the team. Yep. And I think he has the respect in general of... Just all the other like schools. Do you know what I mean? Do you think Daichi, uh, on a, as a side note, do you think Daichi's going to end up with the captain of the ladies volleyball team at Karasuno? You, uh, he can do better. I don't know. He can, what about Ponytail? <laughs> I think he should he end up. He has this weird obsession with the girl. Ponytail on the for captain, okay? Ponytail <laughs> for president. Ponytail. We don't know who she is. Well, what her name is. Her name but, is Ponytail. But she was actually, no, she was a pretty strong player during their game, wasn't she? Before they lost? Uh, yep. Are you sure you're not thinking of Ponytail from Fukurodani? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry. Uh, just as a side note. So you don't, uh, you don't think they're going to together? I think it would make sense if they were together. Okay. But Ponytail little, for president baby. 2017. <laughs> okay. uh, 2018, <laughs> better, actually. God. Uh, for the tank, I've got someone with tank in their name. I really? I just realized that. Tanaka. <gasps> Take away the A's at the end. Wow. Um, because Tanaka is A, really reliable, mm. dependable, mm. and B, he is furious. Yeah. When He's so underrated. He is. He's so extremely underrated. underrated. Uh, and I think when it comes to someone that needs to be dependable and break through yep. and give it all the power, Absolutely. Tanaka is always there. Yep. He always tries, even if he doesn't always succeed. But most of the time he succeeds. You just have to call him senpai and I think he'd yep. go nuts. Same with Nishinoya. Yeah, take off his two. shirt and mm-hmm. head off to battle. Oh, crap. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> just make a change to my... Anyway. So, healer. Yep. Suga. Suga Aww. is the mum of the group. It would make Such an angel. complete sense to me if in the Haikyuu zombie apocalypse, Suga was the healer because mm. he's understanding. Plus, if your leader is Daichi, I feel like, you yeah, know, captain, dad. vice captain, dad yeah. and mum. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or dad and dad. Whatever. Yeah, it could so, be mum and dad. Daichi could be the mum. Exactly. So, for my specialist, I did have Kageyama, but... Okay. Oh, 
You're going to change it up. I'm going to go with Nishinoya. Ooh. Because sort of by definition, him being the libero is the specialist role. Yeah, true. He's only allowed to receive. Yep. That's like his only thing and he's incredible at it. Yep. And like like with Tanaka, he is seriously underrated. Yeah, I know. I feel like all of the second years are kind of underrated. I really liked Anoshita, but nobody else seemed to like him. Anoshita. He's cool. Actually, no, Anoshita's good after he had that little meltdown. And Yeah, I yeah. think that's the second season, though. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. regardless. And finally, for my fodder, it's taken me a while to get around to Yamaguchi, but... For your fodder? Yeah. <sighs> but God. I have to put him as the fodder because I in season known. one, he is pretty scatterbrained and pretty weak. He's not. He, he is. tries his he best. Is. He tries, yeah, sure. But I'm just saying, in the apocalypse setting, who's going to stuff it up for you? Hinata. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't. he's not even my fodder, but I'm just thinking about it now. He would probably trip over or do something stupid. Yeah, maybe. Jumping up but and you've down. got Kageyama as your... Oh, no, Nishinoya was... Nishinoya, yeah. So, never mind. Okay, well, I'll give you mine because mine was actually a bit different. I was expecting us to be the exact same. Yeah, so was I. Yeah. Um, so, for my leader, I actually put down Oikawa. Yeah, that's a good leader. Because he brings out the best in everyone. Even yep. in the second season, I feel like we see that more and more. The first season, he brings out the best in Kindaichi and uh, Kunimi, the other first years in Obajosai. But... Um, I feel like he would be shit. I mean, you wouldn't want to cross him, number one. So, therefore, a good leader. Whether you like his methods or not, he gets exactly. the job done. Exactly. And he pushes himself along with his crew. So, it's not like he just sits back and lets everybody else do the yep. work. Like, he's at the forefront. Yep. So, a little bit of Oikawa love Agreed. There. Considering Oikawa is not my favourite, I feel like I've just sung his praises mm. loud and clear. But, but anyway. Like we were saying before, that turn them around for us. Yeah. That's right. Um, my tank, actually, I had Nishinoya as my tank because he's little, but he is fierce. Uh, I feel like he shouts enough and that would scare zombies away. <laughs> um, sort of. And especially if he had, like, Asahi strapped on a backpack to him, yeah. the two of them could, like, sword and shield their way through yeah, that's a nice. zombie horde. Um, for my healer, I had Yamaguchi because... I was nice and put him as something useful instead of fodder. Fodder's useful. Yamaguchi is Bait. beautiful and very... Can you honestly say he'd be a good heel? Yes, because he's a Hufflepuff through and through. Don't get me started, but Yamaguchi is so... Our cat is tripping balls. She's seen something that she doesn't know how to make sense of it. And she's got that face that she looks like she's just taking some drugs and is tripping don't get me started, but Yamaguchi is the best. And I don't mean he's the best player because obviously he's not, but I think he is the most underrated first year, if not player, on Karasuno. Okay. So I think he would All make right. a brilliant healer Agreed because he's very placid. He always has the best intentions. And although he's a bit of a shit at the first part of the first season when he's like snickering along with Suki's little mm. like prods. Yeah. To be fair, Suki's prods are pretty funny. They're pretty good. And Hinata and Kageyama are pretty stupid, so yeah. sometimes they kind of deserve them. Which leads me to my fodder, which is Suki. Um, I wasn't sure... You didn't say specialist. Yeah, I know. I'll get to that. But my fodder... <sighs> okay, so T and I took this quiz. I think it was on BuzzFeed of what... Um, 
<laughs> which Haikyuu character are you? And he got Tsuki every time he tried, yeah. <laughs> tried it like Apparently three times. So the reason, I, I don't mind Tsuki. I just feel like if Yamaguchi is underrated, Tsuki is overrated. I get it. Like, a little comes bit, a yeah. long way, but <sighs> he's... I suppose in every team, you've got to have someone who's disinterested and a bit cold, but also talented at what they do without trying. I just feel like he's such an a-hole. Like, can he just stop for one second and be a normal person? But, I mean, after we saw his backstory... I don't know if you realise, but he wears headphones, so don't even try and get through I know, and I think that's the point. Like, I've known people like Suki in my life, and yeah, they might have, like, a tragic backstory, but that doesn't give you any excuse to act like an a-hole all the time. Suki has a pretty uh, tragic backstory with his brother. We'll get into that next season. There's something for you to look forward to, me <laughs> taking down more Suki. I'm sorry if there are any Suki lovers out there. I understand that a lot of people love him, and I can appreciate his character, but I think he would make good fodder because, number one, he is a bit self-sacrificing, and number two... I feel like even if I left him, like if I abandoned him in a warehouse or something, he'd be fine by himself. Like he's pretty self-sufficient. So. Okay, it's actually a compliment. Yeah, exactly. So whatever, he could survive it. Uh, and finally for my specialist, I had Suga as my specialist because he's so sweet and he's good at everything. He's good at setting. He's good at team morale. He's good at... It's an all-rounder. ...winding people up. But I also think he's got that kind of cunning edge. I feel like he and Oikawa would be best mates mm-hmm. if you, you know, had them in the same high school. Okay. So, yep. Which actually leads me to another point I wanted to make to you, yes. which is, I mean, okay, don't don't get me started, but oh, too late. I'm already started. Um, she started. <laughs> so there are, and I was genuinely surprised by this. I'd never really gotten into anime fan fiction before, but when I searched for Haikyuu fan fiction, it was probably one of the biggest, like, fandoms out there. Yeah people generating fan fiction for it. What do you think makes it so fan fiction worthy as opposed to other anime where, I mean, I know there's like the male male thing, which we discussed mm-hmm. in Kiss Him, Not Me, but what do you think makes it so fan fictionable? I think it's probably, it's just as simple as the characters are freaking amazing. They all have really strong yeah. arcs and also they have really strong pockets, which they can sit in, mm-hmm. in the overall story yeah. line. So I think it just comes down to the... Ca- like, I was just thinking of free. And I don't know if there's... if Did you look if there was heaps of free? Actually, I didn't. But I'm assuming it's kind of the same because... <clears throat> it's, well, maybe with free, though, because it, it is a bit more shamelessly fan service They don't feel like, the need to write... Yeah, it's like much? shirtless guys hanging out. Like, of course, there's going to be fan fiction about that. Okay. Well, I guess... Well, the point I want to make with free, though, is mm. that... Not, not that I have... a. A lot of uh, compelling reasons to write fan fiction. But mm. If I did, yep, and I had to write about Haikyuu or Free from a character perspective, I mean, I know I like Haikyuu more as a show, mm. but I think that is just deeply rooted in the characters. Yep. I think Free and Haikyuu sort of similar yep. in terms of sports, mm-hmm. but I would feel more compelled to write about the characters in Haikyuu because they have such wonderful like backstories and growth and like opportunities for you to branch out, and because they. Uh, cross-pollinate a lot the characters yeah. like Daichi will know someone from another team and they'll yeah. know someone else and like there's so many avenues they can go down what that's do you think? true yeah definitely I think um, 
I don't know. I suppose you're right. There are so many characters you can choose from. You could have like some obscure character from, I don't know, Datako mm-hmm. and put them with a, an obscure character from, <laughs> I'm trying to think of that team that Daichi's friend was on from middle school. Um, and you could probably write, as you say, a very compelling fan fiction about it because you know only a few things about each character, but you can, you know, explode mm-hmm. it out as much as you want. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. It was just an interesting thing that I found out about it, that there was so much out there. And the same with fan art. I actually made the mistake of um, sending tea. I think I sent you some sort of link to a picture on Instagram and then you uh, you yep. searched IQ in the bar. Uh, and all I came yep. on with was IQ porn. Yeah, classic. Sorry, not porn. It's um, expression. It's got no. It's got a special <laughs> name. Not Dojinshi. It's yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll think of it. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Each to their own. Yep. And I, for one, have many characters that I am like very passionate about, like shipping them together. But mm-hmm. yeah. okay, cool. So so tell me your. Chocolate. chocolate bar then. Yes. Okay. So in Australia and the UK, and I'm reading in South Africa, oh. they have a chocolate called Boost. And I think that's the chocolate that probably describes... It looks like a poo. Like it you put it up look, on your screen and it looks yep. like a poo. It does look like a poo. Well, a lot of chocolate bars look like a poo. I guess, but that one... Poo in, poo out. <laughs> um, that one in particular looks really so bad. Boost is aimed at like... The sporting crowd like it's I think they used a lot of advertising that was like if you need you know an energy boost for you to like win. if you need a boost have a boost yeah. if you need to win a game have a yep. boost or whatever and which is weird the last thing I want I mean not that I play sport but if I was playing sport theoretically the last thing I'd want in the middle of the game is a chocolate bar oh in the middle sure but at the end is it like a reward do you think no I think I think the way they were trying to spin it was like if you're feeling a bit down and you want to oh. you want to get up and do stuff and you want oh, to like you know, a, play okay. sport or whatever. Yep, just to give you a sugar rush. Yeah, right. Have okay. a boost. And so, marketing uh, evilness aside, I think boost sums up this show pretty well because it's full of energy. I mean, sure, it's just like pure sugar, mm-hmm. but inside. A boost anyway you've got variation like you've got the caramelly bits mm-hmm. a bit of crunchy bits mm-hmm. the soft bits mm-hmm. and just like the outer chocolate shell mm-hmm. and much like this show it has a bit of the old flavor enhanced goodness what would you say the flavor enhanced goodness of this show is that is a broad term <laughs> describing the general quality of the character right the okay so it's enhanced because it's so good yeah right yeah unnaturally Oh, yep. do you reckon they're putting drugs into Haikyuu and that's yes. how? Okay. It's, it's like getting into our eyeballs. The 25th frame of Haikyuu is oh. some sort of subliminal message. Nice. Yep. Play volleyball. Play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, worked on us. Yeah. We're <laughs> Exactly. So, okay, cool. yeah, boost. Right. For my chocolate review of Haikyuu season one, I actually have down, it's a drink, but it still counts. It's a hot chocolate. Um, mm. I thought because... It's good in all seasons. Like, you don't have to just be in the mood for a hot chocolate. I feel like you can have a hot chocolate pretty much any time and it will still be good. What about if you're on the beach? I'd and still it's have 40 one degrees on outside. Yeah, I'd still have one because it, if it's a. Hang on. I should specify a hot chocolate made with real chocolate. None what about of this powdered. Just run a marathon. 
Um, I mean, dairy in general probably isn't something you should be eating straight after a marathon. Again, I don't know because I'm not sporty. But I just like that it's warm, it's really gooey and soft and smushy. And I also thought with a hot chocolate, you can add a lot of different things to give it like a special flavor. So, for example, like mm. the other teams would be marshmallows. And uh, yeah, the hot chocolate itself, like Karasno itself is a great team, but when you've got a few extra marshmallows like Obajosai, Nekoma, even Datuko, you start to get like, yeah, just a little something, something. So I really like hot chocolates. They're sweet and they hit the spot. I really like hot Q. Hot Q. High Q because it's sweet and it hits the spot. Nice. Cool. I can't wait to talk about season two. Can I just put it out there? Yes. And season three. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Not I so much for season three. No, I actually forgot there was a season three. Yeah. But yeah, no. So yeah, Haikyuu, definitely worth a watch. I know that sports anime aren't for everyone. Um, and mm. as Kay said at the top of the show, I wasn't overly interested, but it slowly pulled me if in. If it can sell tea, I feel like it can sell anyone. Mm. Like if, if you got into it. Although... I just thought of this now, but I think that Haikyuu is something that if you don't have someone to watch it with, might uh, seem a bit intimidating. Well, that one, that's what like Twitter and Tumblr are called. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So please don't feel any shame watching it. Yeah, you can always chat to us about it if you've yeah. got nobody else to, because we will gladly fangirl over Haikyuu. Holy crap, I love Haikyuu so much. All day, as yeah. you can tell. Cool. So feel free to, as always, drop us a line and let us know what you thought of Haikyuu or just what you think of sports anime in general. Yep. Um, we will see you next episode and we hope you have a marvellous week. And marvellous life. <laughs>